Shall we begin? Um, what you uh, Yeah, let's do this thing. I'll do the intro. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were going to fart or something. <laughs> well, I tried to do the thing of interrupting him as he starts in it. <laughs> as you keep usually doing. <laughs> He's going to kill me now. I'm a professional. Professional what? Wanker. <laughs> there's, there's another name for that, is there not? <clears throat> Hello, what do you mean like this? Shut up. <laughs> You're a professional fucking wanker. Okay, I won't do it again. Hello, Internet. I'm Powerball. I've got to do that silly voice, haven't I? But I feel daft in front of Simon doing that. And I'm the orbiter, who are. <laughs> you don't you feel daft just, yeah. like, putting it out in public. Hello, Judy. <laughs> oh, okay. Got to close the blinds. Ooh. It's like you get peeping toms in. Is it Bolton? I don't know why. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, yeah, introduce yourself. Oh yeah. Sorry. In- introduce. <laughs> who are uh, you? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm done with it at all. Uh, I'm Simon. I'm back again. Yes, you are. What? What was the last one we had you on? Uh, I don't know, but it was in January. <laughs> was it? I just go off dates now. Oh. Uh, I know you were on children originally, but. Uh, was it then quality, then was it I think. Oh, oh, were you on a quality? I can't remember. Mm. Mm. So, um, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Right. Um, yeah. What's happened since our last episode? Uh, what's that about a fortnight ago? Yeah. I don't know if I believe the figures that have come out today, do you? Well, they always say the figures that are. Coming out on a Monday, uh, weaker because of the week, the weekend. Yeah, you guys have got a bank holiday down in England, haven't you? Have you? No, it's Friday. They moved it. All right, okay. It's been moved for V Day. Right. It's kind of time stamping this now, isn't it? But... <laughs> okay. Um, um, yeah. One at least notable bit of news that seems a bit different from the usual sort of coronavirus stuff is um well first of all um kim jong-un might be dead he's not he's he's come back he's appeared are we sure though well Well, it's came from the state tv so Believe it as what you want to believe. It's gone yeah. to the state TV that he's gone to this. I don't know. Weirdly, um, um, celebration. There's something. this publication called, um, I think, TMZ that seems to break all the celebrity deaths, and they broke this story first. And it's almost as if like they're killing them at this point. That that because shortly after he he appeared again, there were shots exchanged over the border with South Korea. Yeah, well, that was the other thing that I was going to mention. In the DMZ, demilitarized zone, uh, South Korea and North Korea were firing shots. But, I mean, amongst all the usual apocalyptic stuff, that was just like a thing scrolling at the bottom in the news for me. Yeah, 
Yeah, with all, with everything that's going on in the world, it's just a little tiny bit rolling across Sky News at the bottom. It's just like, oh, World War Three might happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just to spice things up. Yeah, they'll be getting all sorts of shit under the radar at the moment, won't they? Um, just noticed. Mm. We're all got? on Budweiser. Oh. <laughs> I thought you had a no, bottle of water. I was being polite and not asking because I didn't want uh, I didn't want you accusing of wearing your wife's knickers. So no, no, I've got just, I've just got a sock on it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Kennedy Space Center. It, nice. It's just it's, it's just come out of the fridge. It's freezing. Mm. Is it now? <laughs> um, are you working early tomorrow? Uh, I'm no. It's actually it's the one day I get. I don't have to be until just after eight o'clock. <laughs> yeah, that's early. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, but I'll still, up, I'll still be up at half five. Yeah, it's pointless for one day. Got used to it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not entirely sure of the timeline of things because time's just sort of morphed into one continuous it, Sunday. It's just a me. big entity now. Yeah. The <laughs> what day is it? It's, mm, uh, I think it's Monday. Is it Monday? Yeah. The it is it is Monday. Yes, fourth. Oh, it's Star Wars Day, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Are you celebrating? No, just having that behind me. <laughs> yeah. No, not celebrating anything. I've just been busy, busy, busy. I see uh, Rise of Skywalker's out on Disney Plus today. Yeah, but I've already, I think I've seen it. Already, already seen it five times. So. Oh, that's beating me. I think it was three for me. But recording on weird holidays once again. Last time it was four twenty. Yeah, have you heard of that? I don't know anything about it. I think this what? is kids' thing, not kids, but teens. You know, youth youth culture. I would have thought you would know about this more than me because I thought it was a weed thing. Yeah, yeah. but I, you, I haven't dabbled like that for fucking decades. Really, I thought it was quite an old thing. There's um. I think it was some old club. Four twenty apparently means something to do with something to do with weed. Well, apparently it's the ideal time of the afternoon to smoke weed. I've never heard. And there was this like club that used to meet at on four twenty at the time of four twenty to smoke weed, basically. Okay. And for some reason, this has made it into pop culture, and now it's a meme. Everything's a meme these days, aren't they? It is, yeah, yeah. Um, That's how it's getting So do you think we're going to get a second wave? Uh, (laughs) um, If you want my personal opinion, I think this is a second wave. You think this is? Personally. Oh, right. um, There is something that's come out today that some uh, parts of France have had their tests retested or re-examined. From December, yeah. have they started lifting lockdown things? Italy have. France, I'm not too sure. I think they're still in lockdown. No, Italy have started doing the same stuff that we're doing in in the UK at the moment. I we can exercise. I think it's going to be a go out and exercise. slight divergence from Scotland and England's approach um, mm. going forward. But I'm not sure that that's not necessarily uh, appropriate because. I know we've had in the local press this week, we've had a warning that there's been a spike in cases in Grampian. So obviously yeah. we're, we're a fair bit behind um, down south. So 
I don't know what it's been like around Manchester area. Uh, well, we've had, uh, according to the local news, we've had zero new cases in the hospital admittance in the last two days. Right. Okay. In a local hospital, and we've only had two deaths. See, we had, I think we had 120 so, new cases. I think we had 714 cases in Bolton, and I think we've had 50 deaths in total. Right. Which, on the scale of things, is not a lot. But Bolton is a big, relatively big town. Yeah, it's one of the biggest yeah. in the UK. So. Yeah. yeah. Like, once you're out of Aberdeen, like, generally in the countryside, like, you can go for miles before finding another yeah. house. So it's pretty difficult to spread, like, outside of Aberdeen, I guess. But Grampian, I think. Does Grampian include Aberdeen? Yeah, it's just a general area. So it's yeah. northeast. Um, I mean, technically the Grampians are mountains, but we're kind of on the edge of that. So it's um, yeah, because we're we're like kind of on the edge of the Pennines. Yeah, right. we're like so. So it's it's what it is. It's a weird one. Mm. What else is going on anyway? Um, I think last time there was still protests from American idiots. We're getting haircuts. them in now. Really? Yeah. We, yes. We are, was was it London? Was it? In, was we, it in London? We, we've had the, a um, protest in Aberdeen. They did um, all the fam- they, they, they were hugging each other outside somewhere. Were they? Yeah, and a defiance of the lockdown. Yeah, we've had end the lockdown protest. Started uh, hugging it, uh, random people just hugging each other outside of a in a building or something. You yeah. must be kidding me. They hardly talk to each other there. Well. <laughs> That's, if, if, if you believe Twitter, that's what's going on at the moment. So, <laughs> I've just actually removed Twitter and Facebook from the home screen on my phone because I just I, I can't can't deal with it anymore. I'm probably going to go on Twitter more just because it's kind of There's interesting less... people on Twitter as long as you follow the right people. Yeah, I mean, there's a bit of drama, I guess, but like since you don't know anyone there, it's usually... a lot easier. It's a lot easier yeah. on Facebook to fall out with people you know. <laughs> yeah. There's no awkward like consequences in real life there. Yeah, Which reminds me, um, what's his face? Our first ever guest has uh, has been donating to um, end the lockdown projects and really? basically basically <laughs> calling everybody paranoid. I knew it was a bit of a tip, but I don't think he was an idiot. <laughs> That, oh, that was a, that was the longest episode we've ever done. That that, that was, was long. <laughs> well, oh, the very first one. I don't think I've come back to that yet. No, no, not catching up. It was the today. first one we had a guest on. Um, oh, bollocks report. Was that? I can't remember. No, it was. Um, I think I started listening at around, I think seventeen or eighteen. I think. Right. I can't remember. I can't remember what episode it was, but it lasted it lasted three hours. It was uh you know oh. Ben. Oh, this Mr Um I don't care, my life is the only thing that <laughs> revolves around. Nothing nothing else matters except for me. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember having now, a... oh, well now now it makes sense about the three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember having a very lengthy argument about like capitalism versus communism essentially and trying to explain i mean it's sort of like this is sort of 
um, a strange thing where like the worst examples of communism is where that has failed but a lot of the worst examples of capitalism is where it's working as it really should be like at maximum efficiency and it's causing a lot of suffering yeah in my eyes um and this is this crisis is sort of bringing that out quite a lot where a lot of people seem to care a, way more about the line of the stock markets than actual human lives. Yeah. There's, uh, there's not much of a... Well, you, you see the real people now. You see what people are actually yeah. actually like at this time. Mm. And it's it's actually not a nice place to be with some people when you see the real people coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can appreciate the sort of effects of the economy like on working people like not being able to go to work and where the government are having to basically pay people their normal paycheck uh, a lot of people at least that aren't key workers um see i can't get Here are some results or, or, from a search what the fuck <laughs> why just a random. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, um, I don't have that active on my phone. Why did that happen? Um, no. They're always listening. What, what? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, oh, I've lost my train of thought now. Who was that? Was that Alexa or uh, probably Google? Google. Um. Yeah, I, yeah. When I went shopping last week, it's just a pain in the ass because you. I mean, like maybe ninety, ninety-five percent of people are being sensible, but then there's just idiots that are just like looking at you as though you're, you're you're just really gullible as they sort of reach across to get stuff and they're walking up aisles the wrong way and it's like every time they come they just go for what they want and you've got to move out of the way if you don't want to be near them do you know what i mean yeah. well talk about that when you're about the aisles going up the wrong way the yeah. nearest the nearest one that begins with a i won't name them because i used to work for them and i can't stand them yeah. but we went in the and you follow the aisles, and you've got to go up and down the same aisle. Assholes. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> because is that there's an odd, is it odd or an even number of aisles, so you can't snake. So when you get to the end one, That's you've the worst got to go thing. back down the end one. Yeah. It's just confusing. Yeah. I think just as long as people are sensible, it's just kind of... Yeah. Well, I, I saw the figures that they were putting in. They were letting 113 people in right. at a time. It's a bizarre Supermarket aisles. Where, like... You're sort of having to rely on loads of people listening to scientific advice and actually understanding it to any degree. Yeah. Which, you know, I'm like an amateur biologist. I understand it probably better than most people, but like, I'm quite open about not knowing fucking anything about like viruses. Like, I'm going off the best information that I have and it's just sort of being able to discern that in a scientific way I think from yeah. just oh, it's, it's be, it, in, in the end it's science that's gonna sort this out it's not yeah. any religion <clears throat> any faith even though a lot of people do 
think of that, but it's going to be science at the end well, of the day. Well, I've actually been quite surprised that a lot of um, faiths have stopped, like, gathering, because I thought that was going to be, like, a big issue of contention where they'd want to still, like, be did going they, to church. Did and... they stop in America, though? Um, it, it's different from state to state there, so it's kind of difficult to get, like, an overall picture. Some states, I'd imagine, are reasonable. Some are probably batshit crazy, like Florida. <laughs> to be honest, I don't think the Floridians are actually the worst in this situation, from what I'm seeing that's going out there. I know, the I, Jordans, the uh, ones from Georgia, are a little bit worse than Florida at the moment. For generally, the South is crazy. kind of a bit of a mess, if I'm honest. Um, Where, sorry? The South. Yeah. The whole uh, south, but yeah, the batshit crazy ones at the moment. I'm thinking the people out of Georgia are just worse than Florida at the moment. The, uh, a lot of the Floridians do understand that these things need to be in place, and when they need to get a grip. Obviously, they've got to get the economy up and going again because the biggest thing in Florida is tourism. Yeah, mm. and that's the biggest driver of that state. But when you've got Thing the big the big two like Disney and Universal closed. You're talking what forty to fifty thousand people out of work. Yeah, and well, that's why I think they're rushing for it. But there's some like that Georgia trying, trying to headlines. get everything open straight away, and it just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. But I did see um, there's a big uh, like uh, boat parade near Mar-a-Lago. Uh, Trump's like Floridian residents, that he seems to spend more time in than the White House. He's fucked off on holiday now, hasn't he? Gone to Camp David. I don't know. <laughs> I try not. To... I think he's taking the Boris Johnson's paternity, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's... Oh, the, 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 yeah, there is this really bizarre sort of press worship that I've noticed around Boris Johnson where. Anyone trying to criticise the government, like, suddenly it's like you punched a baby in the face or something. (laughs) Everyone turns on you. I mean, even Piers Morgan, who is a unilateral cunt, has managed to see some sense and gone, yeah, the government's not doing the best job at this. I've seen a fair... Well, this is what what I gave up on Facebook over, it really was. I've just seen so many people complaining about the press asking all of these really awkward questions about testing and stuff like that, especially and, and naming specific reporters like Laura Kunzberg and um, Robert Peston and people like that actually naming them and saying that they should be you know getting behind the government and all this lot and it's just like you know I, I, I get what they mean positivity is is important but at the same time you need to be you need to have the government held to account even even more than usual at a time like this surely yeah I mean it's it's not even so much their response. I mean, uh, like Boris Johnson's personal response to it in like press conferences, saying like, "Well, something along the lines of taking it on the chin and uh, shaking hands with coronavirus patients," to which he seemingly almost died of fucking irony. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's just how ill prepared. And how well warned they were by advisors that yeah. if you keep cutting the NHS, if you leave certain programs, uh, particularly ones in the EU, if you 
keep slashing these various things and avoid actually preparing for something like this, bad things are going to happen was when it, something like this comes up. Did you say it was Italy that started lifting restrictions this week? Yes. The, yeah. Because they've, um, they've been on strict lockdown where you can't leave your house full stop. Yeah. Not even to exercise. Everything has to be indoor. And now they're allowing... I think adults. I mean looking looking exercise. at the looking at the spread and the kind of extent of it and the way it's kind of gone we seem to be a similar kind of case to them but when it all started flaring up for them we were about 3 weeks behind them weren't we It's it's so if we start thing. easing restrictions yeah. now we're kind of experimenting again you know we're not it's not like we're waiting to see what happens in Italy first yeah. But we didn't seem to... Yes, we might have had the same amount of deaths as what Italy have had. Um, actually, even more now, I think, mm. nearly. But we haven't had the spike like Italy did, right. where the area was overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It was that, it was that, northern, that, it was that northern territory that got overwhelmed. Lombardy, yeah. Became the same as same as New York. New York. Did I not that, see that New York got overwhelmed? They're starting to in, numbers are starting to increase there again as well. Today, I think. Well, New York, or, no Lombardy, um, Northern Italy, mm. which is uh, a worry. But it's that the area where it's, it came from. It's a very very close knit community, and they've got very very narrow streets. And right. Literally, everyone's on top of each other. Yeah. That's why I think the biggest break in the UK was in London. Yeah. And it's slowly spread out because yeah. it's where if you're on top of each other, you, you can't get away from it. Yeah, yeah. And that's why you, you guys up there have not had that much of a no. hit because of the spreadness that you've got up there. I mean, I imagine by like Edinburgh and Glasgow they'd be a lot worse. But like yeah, we're in a pretty small village mm. in near the middle of Bumfuck nowhere. Not quite there. <laughs> It can be found on a map. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's about an hour's drive away. Um, anyway, what are we talking about today? There's not a lot of news, really. I mean, that, I did see um, somebody talking about... Um, I know the, the footballers, the Premier League, are, the, the players are very hesitant to get going again behind closed doors. Um, but I heard a point that somebody made... Um, that I that I thought was interesting that they they said that really sports should be regarded almost as frontline services because of the effect that they have on the mental health of the population. Yeah, there's um I've got a lot of friends who are massive massive football fans. I mean, obviously um, there's the not just, not just football fans, rugby fans as well, and they are yeah. they're actually some I've actually seen one guy break down. Yeah, because he can't right. watch any sport. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand the worry that they don't want crowds of fans congregating outside stadiums, no. but at the same time, but you think the, you, fo- you, the footballers should be should really, with the with the pay that they're on, be prepared to go out and play. You know, if if it's their but, health they're worried about. But if they can be, I want be footballers spend a lot of time with the same players. Yeah. As a, if all the football is going to like a as I say a quarantine themselves with yeah. the team for two weeks. Yeah. And they know all the teams do that. They can get the, they can get everything done behind closed doors. Yeah, in my eyes. But yeah. obviously, you have the staff as well that needs to be. Oh no, are you talking maybe two two hundred and fifty people per game need I mean, to be it, there for just to make it work? It does feel pretty eerie. I have seen like um, WWE having like wrestling yeah, matches really with weird. no crowds. Like it's just 
bizarre and like empty and they're trying to sort of G up the crowd with yeah. <laughs> but it's been surprising how quickly it's become I mean the, I remember the first time seeing like the Russell Howard hour thing from his living room sort of thing for his bedroom or whatever and um, the other guy John Oliver uh, is it this week tonight he does last week tonight last week tonight it's how weird it was the first time seeing it without the audience reactions and stuff but then it's just very quickly become normal see I've preferred um last week tonight's um like version of it I think uh, like Russell Howard's one's done more like a sort of like he'll do video chats with various people but like John Oliver still sort of keeps the same style I guess yeah from his white void that is his home <laughs> Um, so, <clears throat> so what are we talking about today then? Um, the subject of today's episode, whether or not we stick on it, is corruption. I believe this is episode 58? Is it? I don't know. We'll find out. I believe <laughs> No. Oh. Mm. Uh, it's... <clears throat> so... Straight away, I would say corruption. There's a lot of it going about. Uh, yeah. And well, I know we can. You can say there isn't. There is, but there's definitely a lot of corruption going about. But what? There's a lot of grey area as well, isn't there? As to what you, what what some people think of as corruption. Yeah. Um, I mean. There's all that thing about the difference between tax avoidance and tax evasion. Yeah. And whether or not uh, is it, evasion's the one that's actually legally uh, a problem, isn't it? Yeah. Avoidance. A lot of people, especially accountants, see it as a a legitimate way of reducing business costs. I mean, I'd imagine tax avoidance ends up losing taxpayers a lot more money, and but, feels but, generally more scummy, to be honest. But but where is the line into uh, beyond which it's classed as tax avoidance? Because if you put your savings into uh, like a, an ISA bank account, technically you're avoiding paying tax on those savings. But nobody would really see it as tax avoidance. It's to the point where like the average person wouldn't have access to those kinds of like tricks where you could like move to the Cayman Islands or something ridiculous to pay their right. tax. So like a, a, a situation where somebody like myself um, who does like music work um, technically as a freelancer, but if you set it up as a company and then pay yourself a monthly salary and you're kind of then in control of how much tax you have to pay as a result, how is that classed? I mean, I don't know. I guess. I mean, I haven't moved to. But like, like the Caymans or anything. But is that a certain point where, like, you know, the billionaires that I guess um, stand to make the most money from doing these sort of tactics, as opposed to what like a small business owner might do. Um, you know, they can afford to lose that a lot more. Like, we're on benefits for a reason. We have quite a low income regardless of 
how much you set the company to pay you. Yeah. There's also, I mean, I think, do you think corruption has to be intentional? Um, I don't know. I, I don't think so, because quite a lot of um, people are quite open about like having donors that are honestly kind of a conflict of interest in my eyes. But I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of sort of, especially within government departments, there's a lot of shit that goes on through incompetence rather than deliberate. Yeah, corruption. I mean, it, it sort of um, disappeared because Republicans are just stubborn and basically only care people will vote them in again. Um, the whole Russia hoax, not Russia hoax. Um, fuck it, it, it's a weird thing where like Trump's just fucking invaded my mind with weird lexicon. He's really got it in for China at the Russia moment. Russia collusion, which no, 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 no. China, <laughs> which um probably happened. I mean, there's a lot of smoke. Um, there was the Mueller report, which kind of... Yeah, what happened with that? I mean, it exposed it, but, like, the guy himself basically said, okay, here's all the evidence. I'm not sure what you can actually do with this, because I'm not sure what, the like, the rules... What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Just turn your fucking phone off. I don't know what's going on with that. Um... Yeah, it, it, basically, Robert Mueller, who actually produced the report, said, I'm not sure we can actually try our president for this stuff. We might have to wait until after. It's kind of up to Congress, and yeah, Congress we, we, said no. They, they can't charge the president with anything until he's actually not president anymore, Did if he, I understand was, that right. Was he actually impeached in the end? He was impeached, but the Senate did not vote to remove him. He was well, impeached no, but- over a different scandal also right. related to Russia because he's just surrounded by scandals. Well, I mean, Clinton Clinton was impeached um, and stayed in office for a little while, didn't he? Did he resign in the end? Um, I don't know. No, I don't think Clinton. I think because impeachment doesn't doesn't mean that you've got to leave, does it? No, it just makes well, it very difficult to. The Senate can vote to remove you, but it has to be like a supermajority. I think like two thirds. And I think the Republicans control the Senate, so that was never going to happen. It's like fucking Star Wars, isn't it? Um, but yeah, basically, the thing that Trump was actually impeached over, not the whole like winning the election slightly dodgily by using Russian influence, was um, basically seemingly to um, try and blackmail the Ukrainian government into digging up dirt on Joe Biden or Joe Biden's son um, by, like, being quite uh, tight with, like, foreign aid and stuff and, like, military aid in the case that Russia would invade again uh, like they did in 2014 in Crimea. 
wonder if this all this shit that's going on at the moment is the sort of thing that could actually um, challenge the USA's kind of dominance of world politics. Um, if if they get enough damage from it, which they seem to be taking a quite a big hit. I mean, he's he's come out today basically saying that he's happy for the um, presidential election to be taken as a referendum on his abilities to deal with the coronavirus crisis. Yeah. Which but- I think is quite risky. See, with the American election, I feel quite conflicted. Because on the one hand, Trump's a fucking lunatic and deranged. On the other hand, his opponent's a fucking lunatic and slightly deranged too. Who is his opponent? Joe Biden. Oh, is he still in it? Because somebody pulled out, hadn't he? Bernie Sanders pulled out because... I mean, it's sort of this um, coronavirus um, kind of accelerated that from the looks of things where um, Bernie Sanders was quite openly saying these primaries should not go ahead, we should postpone them because it's not safe to go out and vote or there should be um, like by post voting. Um, but they seem to still go ahead and... Uh, He's dropped out and endorsed Joe Biden, although I'm not really sure how sincere that is. Um, but yeah, basically, um, you know, he is a Democrat technically, um, but I feel like in terms of what his actual policies are, he would fit in like old school Republicans, like moderate Republicans, like classic conservative, what you'd expect there, like maybe George H.R. Bush. Uh, Is that the older one? H.R.? There was a W. H.W. Bush. No, I think there was a George W. Bush. George W. Bush, but then his (laughs) dad. Oh, yeah, George. um, George Bush Sr. Yeah. The first first H.W. Why am I remembering HR? I think I might be remembering Human Resources. <laughs> HR? Yeah. Fucking hell. Um, Budweiser. And I'm also sleep. S- sleep deprivation. I By the way, um, I don't think this was in the recording. I haven't uh, slept for over 30 hours. So if I seem a bit all over the place or um, I'm pausing a lot... I don't really know. I thought your nose was turning grey then, but it's a shadow of the microphone. (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) Not usually, no. Okay. Do you think Jar Jar Binks would make a better president? No. Um... No, because he's the one who caused it all. If you look into some theories, yeah, I I was trying to remember what that was about. Because he's the one who he's the one who handed the power to the emperor, or voted to say give power to the emperor and then that's where it all started but yeah i'm mad they didn't actually like explore the plot of jar jar fucking binks being a sith lord because (laughs) that was just that would go down well (laughs) darth Uh, binks i um uh, we haven't got around to watching mandalorian yet because i've been waiting till it till it came to um till all the episodes were up on in the uk Disney Plus because we like to binge. Yeah, 
Um, Theo's not interested, though. But mm. I, I haven't seen any of it, so I can't speak from experience. I've just heard that it's really good. It's, it's like it's like the Star Wars you remember, right. but better. That makes sense. Do you mean original trilogy? Or? Yeah, but better. Right. It's, it's not actually Boba Fett, is it, or Jango Fett? Is it? No, it's, but, it's, a, it's just a Mandalorian. Uh, but different people have different... Um, ideas of what they sort of see as classic sort of Star Wars. I mean, obviously for me, mm. it was the original trilogy, but there's people of a different age group that would yeah. see episodes one, two, and three as the, yeah. their classic well, I was, I was, Star Wars. I was the prime age for one, two, and three. Yeah. When they came out. I mean, I was... I was 17. Two when but, episode three came out. So. Yeah, but I was, I was brought up on four, five, and six. Yeah. When yeah. I was five. See that was the actual. Although I wasn't like really madly into one, two, and three, that was the point at which I started to get really excited. Was when Revenge of the Sith towards the end, when it started to look, you know, you could see it changing back to that old. Well, that's the one I can grab, so I'll show you that. Mm. Empire Strikes Back. Is that VHS? The original video, video tape, the widescreen version. Oh, we have anything to play that in. Yeah, I've got a video player. All right. Me. Actually, just 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 sort of down there. But yeah, my mum bought me them when I was five when they all, all came right. out. The widescreen versions. It's such a that. bizarre thing. Like, yeah, my laptop doesn't even have a CD drive in it anymore. Is that is that um, even a special edition then? Yeah, that's the. It's not the well, it's not the original, but it's the widescreen, so you actually get to see. But but is is it one of the special editions or is it the original? No, it's just the, it's just the regular ones that came out. Uh, yeah, was it? Because we've got the um, I think we've got the the despecialized editions just just on a drive somewhere. Because um, I was hoping that Disney were going to come out with that the the original theatrical releases. Yeah, there's the widescreen ones. I think they released them in '95. Right. See, the uh, funniest thing with that is in A New Hope, one of the stormtroopers hitting their head on a door frame. Yeah. yeah. And they still, leave, they still left it in after all the remakes. Yeah. After all the they. touches up, they left it in. Oh, yeah. I thought that was only in, like, the original version. No, it's in, it's in every version. Even, even one of the ones on Disney Plus, you can still see it. It's slightly shorter because you just see him bang his head and him flip his head back. Yeah. When this, you do see him bang his head, but they cut it, they're quick. So you can still see him bang his head a little bit. Classic. Um, but yeah, Star Wars nerds coming out with Joe Biden. I mean, it's sort of, it's sort of honestly what you would expect um, with a, a typical politician that's just sort of shitty like a normal politician, but not batshit crazy like Donald Trump is, um, where you know he supported. Uh, what I consider to be very immoral wars that went very badly and still stand by those. Uh, he actually sounds senile when you're um, standing up. Speaking. Well, that's another thing that people, I mean, both of them do, to be honest, but like that's another thing people are worried about. Like, he doesn't seem to have as much of a grasp on reality as like he could. Um, some have theorised that he might like what, have sorry? as much as whatever. Um, Did you say turds? What? Did you say turds? No. Um, mm. 
My ears are he, drunk. Yeah, he um he, he <laughs> some of people have thought that he might have dementia, but that's not exactly proven. He's just um do you think he actually uh, believes what he's saying a lot of the time? Or is he just doing it? Donald Trump or Joe laughs? Biden? Oh, he's just making shit up most of the time. Which one? Because some of the stuff he does come out with is blatantly stupid. Which yeah. We know that. But is he doing it on purpose? Trump. Trump. Oh, I'm talking about Biden. Um, oh, Biden. Well, yeah. sorry. Um, I don't know. I all about Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, also, quite a big thing is um, sexual assault allegations, which yeah, both of absolutely. them have accusers for, because you know, I, I, I how yeah, what better role models than two fucking rapists? I don't understand how you how do you how do you grab someone by the pussy? It's like I don't. It's not. I don't understand how you would do that. Um, with less morals than you hopefully have. No, I'm just trying to sort of physically. There's nothing to really grab hold of unless you like a bowling ball kind of <laughs> malarkey going on. But. Yeah, well, basically, <laughs> um, uh, someone uh, Tara Reed accused him. I mean, there is some evidence that, like, um. Her mother was on, uh, I think, the Larry King show back near when it happened, um, talking about vaguely troubles that uh, their daughter had had at a prominent senator's office. Um, But it's really disappointing to see um, basically a lot of the people that were involved in the Me Too movement and... And uh, the idea of like believing women uh, come forward about sexual assault, basically dismissing anything that she's saying in the same way that Republicans would if accusations were made against their candidates. And yeah, I would exp- I would hope at least like they would be consistent and say oh he should at least cooperate with some sort of investigation <laughs> do you mind we're talking about sexual fucking assault I know but oh, <laughs> sorry I'm just uh, just having difficulty concentrating okay <laughs> sorry carry on also I mean regardless if those allegations are true and I believe them if I'm honest um, he also uh, there was a Supreme Court judge uh, Clarence Thomas I believe who was also accused of sexual assault in the early 90s and he really grilled their accuser even though it was like of the opposite party um, in just a really nasty way that honestly I can't abide but I mean it's sort of a weird thing where it's sort of like okay um, he's definitely can't be worse than Trump I mean just barely but still um, it's not much of a choice really is it when you've got that no. type 
you've got them two kind of then two people to choose from. The Americans must think, well, what, what, yeah. what who do we, who, who's the work? I mean, you can vote the- third party, but in America, that very rarely gets you anywhere. So, what do you do? Do you go for the new guy who's got all this baggage at the moment, or do you stick with the, the better devil you know? Yeah. It's- I mean, how the hell did they get to be the, the the country that they are on the world stage? With I mean, they must have had a better situation going on in the past. Slavery. Slavery. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a large reason why they managed to build up wealth quite early on in their country's existence. But now they would they would say that China are guilty of not slavery exactly, but certainly, um, you know, paying ridiculously low amounts and having poor working conditions and stuff. I mean that's fair. It's just sort of, you know, you can aspire to be better than the working conditions of fucking China. Yeah, authoritarian one party state. Yeah, but it, it makes it sound like when when your when your own success is built on slavery, it just sounds like you're kind of just complaining because you can't get away with it anymore because your society's kind of eradicated it. Mm. Um, I mean, the, the effects are still there. Um, particularly, I I did see um some quite shocking statistics about the likelihood of um, basically getting these... I um, can't remember what they're called now. Um, small businesses um, getting basically payments to survive through this pandemic. and Well, I've just black, been trying today and it's, it's not... Yeah, it's not I mean, this through. is in America. Yeah. Um, black business owners, um, Hispanic business owners... Um, uh, Pacific Islanders are finding it a lot harder to get these loans than white people would. And is that just down to yeah, general they said, attitudes? They said that with the um, the unemployment payments. I've noticed more of that because obviously, you know, I do a bit of the Florida stuff, but a lot of the Floridians who are the black majority, which is a lot of black people in Florida, they're struggling to get the unemployment payments. But the white people are. So where is where is the kind of problem? Is it in the people's attitudes that are actually in positions that are supposed to? It's the people in power, isn't it? It's the people. It's the yeah. managers of the people who actually do the. I mean, funding. there's the sort of, um, like the biases of the actual person making that decision, and then there's, uh sort of historical uh, statistic injustices that on average uh, black and Hispanic business owners would be poorer and uh, but like with a lot of these things like the the problem that that the statistics here that, that a lot of more black and Asian uh, ethnic minority groups are finding um you know they're they're dying more 
than than white people in in the coronavirus yeah. situation. But there's so many overlapping issues there. Um, in that, you know, is there a general lower level of health because of the situation? Because they're in more poverty kind of um, situations. I mean, I notice, I notice. Um, it was said that that part of it might be because there's a higher proportion of um, black and Asian ethnic minorities that are diabetic. But is that something genetic as part of their, you know, their? Is it anything to do with the fact that they're black, or is it because they're in more poverty that they are tending to be more diabetic? Um, it's hard to say. I mean, it, it's kind of hard to know where to start with really complex issues that take into account decades of statistics where a lot of the evidence just is missing, really. Um, a lot of the data there is missing. Um, but uh, There's a lot of shit going on at the moment that, that people are getting away with because of the sort of smokescreen of of the virus um yeah. especially with things like immigration i mean that is one thing uh, particularly again to do with race is it's just bizarre uh, particularly looking at america but um i guess it could kind of apply to here but um it, certainly more america where they're having these sort of protests saying oh i need a haircut that sort of thing whereas um Normally, a lot of black protesters would be basically saying, you know, don't fucking shoot us. We deserve to live. And the sort of contrast here, and a lot of these protesters, um, particularly in the southern states, you're openly carrying firearms. And it's like, what black person could get away with that and not be shot on sight? And Loads of people would support it as well. It's just a bizarre country in my eyes. Yeah. Well, it's like saying, we, I don't know, it's the corruption side of, there's corruption in everything, yeah. I think, at the moment. Everything to do with this virus, everything to do with normal businesses, everything is always, I think it's corruption everywhere. Bringing it back to what we were on about, um, and I think the biggest driver of corruption is greed. Yeah, uh, bringing it back to a podcast you've you've done before. It's mm. greed. I think drives the most. They want they want that power. They want that. Have you ever seen the film Wall Street? No, I've not watched. I'm still not watched it yet. Um, I think it was eighties. It was Michael Douglas. But um, there's a speech in that that he gives um, when he's like at the height of his ascendancy, if you like, on in the in the financial markets, um, and he's talking to all of the big kind of Wall Street guys, and he's basically saying that greed is good, and and I think that film, especially when it came out, was the epitome of everything that was going on during that sort of late '80s period when you know Thatcherism had taken hold and Reagan was kind of everything was capitalism was really taking off do you know what i mean yeah and it was it was seen as a good thing to have lots of money and to be chasing chasing more money and it didn't matter how ruthless you had to be to get it you know it's just all bollocks 
people I mean, buying up companies and then just the Tories still haven't, to my knowledge, um, published that report on Russian interference in the last election. No, what the fuck happened with that? See, all this stuff's getting buried. <laughs> I mean, understandable in a crisis like this, but like they should have been releasing it in January before the crisis. They should have been releasing it before the fucking election. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> They have this whole thing of, oh, no, we have to appoint this committee to do it so that we can redact it properly. It's like, and having Donald Cummings on the SAGE committee as well. Donald Cummings. Donald Cummings, what's his name? Dominic, Dominic Cummings. Cummings. <laughs> Don, D- Dominic Duck. Donald on the brain. <laughs> um. One of the funniest things I have seen from... Um, all of this is when the news came that Boris Johnson got coronavirus, Dominic Cummings running down the street <laughs> frantically. This <laughs> is such a weird man. I don't know where they find these people. Um, I all politicians are weird at the moment. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know whether it's because I'm kind of sucked in, but it's just the SNP up here. I just see. I don't know. I I just kind of trust their mannerisms and the the way that yeah. they say things and that. I mean, I Nicola don't... Sturgeon and and what's the other guy that that um, Ian Blackford? Always, yeah, they just um, seem to s- just speak normal pe- people language. Yeah, you know, well, they're not the, kind of. I've noticed with especially with all these. Um, bull, is it the daily briefings? Yeah, they right. answer a question yeah. with an answer that's not an answer. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Well they don't they don't seem to be able it? to answer a simple question. And I've noticed that a lot more in the last yeah. six weeks than the last six years. Yeah. They seem to answer a yeah. question but don't answer it. And they try their best not to answer it. Politicians generally do this, but it's sort of like in a global pandemic where everyone kind of needs your guidance and yeah. your light, your leadership. Um, answering clearly to questions on things that could make the difference between life and death they're also is very important. Have you noticed there's like a formulaic technique to deflecting a question as well in that every single question seems to start with like a a whole minute or two of, well, I'm really glad you asked that because it's a really important question and it's something that we're all really, you know, and just like, just coming up, like just bullshitting for about two minutes so that by the time they actually get on to the part where they should be answering the question, you've forgotten what the question was. Well, that's what I think when you're going back to what you said earlier about people mourning about the um, reporters ask, asking these questions. Yeah. They're asking the same questions over and over again because they're not getting an answer. Yeah, yeah. That's the reason why it's, it's just so repetitive and people are getting bored of it, so people are switching off. So when something important comes along, people won't be watching. But then I, I, I had heard, um, I can't remember, it was one of Ryan's podcasts, him saying about Keir Starmer, um, about PMQs being yeah, fucking I mean, nightmare. I, I, I listened to that this morning, actually. It's because um, he's a, a, a trained ex-barrister, isn't he? Mm. So it, I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything about him that much, but the interviews I've seen on the news, he looks a bit smarmy to me. Yeah. There's just something yeah. about him. I don't, I don't like. Know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I mean, he seems okay. I guess he, he just doesn't. He seem... seems the best. He seems the best at the moment in Labour. Yeah. There's not really anyone else you can really think find him there, is it? It's just. Oh. 
Because uh, little Miliband's back is uh, is around and about again. Isn't he? Is he? Which one? one? <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he, he sent a letter in, through to uh, recall back about this Saturday thing that we're doing at, at work. Right. To try and back us, so to try and stop all this. Did you just fart? But we don't. We don't deliver any mail and just do parcels on the weekend. Um, I don't know. I know. I know he like lost the election quite badly, but I, I just felt like way more interested in what Corbyn had to say, and sort of felt like he was just a genuinely nice person, even if he wasn't good at actually being a politician mm. in, in like winning votes. That's the thing, though. What you, you you get your shot in politics now, and if you don't succeed, you're gone. Aren't you really, you're not. Yeah. You don't really get a second chance these days, do you? Mm. It, it just seems like such a bizarre, backwards world where someone who just was like basically a pacifist and just wanted people to have rights, as far as I can see it got slated more than a literal war criminal who won loads of seats and still hasn't faced any consequences for the decisions they made. Is that Mr. Blur by any chance? (laughs) I mean, they keep going on about, oh, he's he won the most seats for labourers. It's like, well, yeah, but he's also a cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they they have they have they have weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, okay. There's such a thing as morality in politics. I mean, I mean, it might be lost on Tories, but I'd like to maintain it. Um, just briefly, um, there's a short video, uh, by Jay Foreman. There's a whole series uh, called Politics Unboringed. Uh, one of them is on why politicians don't answer questions <laughs> and sort of breaks down that actual sort of like method of deflecting them where there are actually people that are trained to like train politicians up to deflect questions. Yeah. It kind of makes sense because if you if you actually say anything, then that can be used against you. Yeah, well, that's sort of the idea. Um, so... So if you don't mind, I mean, it is pretty short. It's uh, under four minutes. Uh, I am going to play this video just shortly. Uh, hopefully you can hear the audio and hopefully some of the... Can I nip and get a beer? Okay, fine. Do you need any more? Uh, yeah, I'm out. You're out? Yeah. Um, so how's life in quarantine? It's not too bad, mate, because nothing's really changed for me. Oh, right. Because I'm still at work six, five days a week. Yeah. Um, the only thing that's stopping me now is my darts. I used to play darts on a Monday and Thursday, and every month on a Sunday, just stop playing darts with people. Playing online now instead. See, I've not left the house for uh, well over a month, so it's it, it's quite... Not even, not even for a walk, no. I, I've been in the garden, uh, but yeah. no, not really. I, I, I don't like people. I don't like going outside anyway. Oh, so it's nice to have an excuse. <laughs> I just twatted myself in the actually, eye with it. It's very surprising. If you do just, just 
put your headphones in and just go for a little walk, maybe for yeah. a, a mile, just around the block or something, just to make me feel like a little bit better. It, it's, 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 it's surprising because I've done well. I do ten miles a day, so seeing different people. I know you're not. A, you might not be a people person, but just seeing someone else, other people's faces, it might just. Mm. I mean, we clear, have been doing like, um, video chats and quizzes occasionally, um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, there might be some kind of liftage of something coming up maybe. yeah but like i don't I think know the coffee, if it I think it's going to be like small coffee shops and stuff like that, and maybe a few restaurants and ba- uh, restaurants again it might not be the same places up here, up. but i mean i would be on study leave right now if exams were going on in scotland um mm. but they've been cancelled um so I mean, I, I have officially left school, I think. I'm not entirely sure of the specifics, but like they kind of expect us to do work, but like I'm officially leaving. Your school phoned sure. me earlier on today. Did they? Yeah. Well, when I have my last exam? My last exam was the 8th of May, I think. All right. In 1999. That was my last exam. Yeah, your maths teacher apparently was saying that you hadn't done some of the work that you were that he'd set for next year. <laughs> I was like, he's not, he's not coming back. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, like, um, I, I, one of my friends, um, who's I guess in the same maths class as me, or would be if I was staying on next year, um, like contacted me saying they're wondering where you are, what. Like if you'd seen it, and I was like, yeah, I'm not really sure if I'm if there's any point because I'm not coming back. Like I'm doing something else. So I mean, I guess it's something to do, but like I have mental breakdowns to um, manage, and I think that keeps me busy enough. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes you kind of maybe need a distraction from that. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I've got enough of that, I think. Anyway, I'm going to play this video. Um, hopefully you can hear the audio a bit so you get the gist of it, but there are some visual gags in it. So. Oh, hey, an advert. What the fuck? Anyway, uh, I don't normally have sound on when I uh, don't have headphones in, so I'll have to turn it up. I did not overrule Derek. Did you threaten to overrule him? I took advice on what I could or could not did do. Did you threaten to overrule him, Mr. Howard? This kind of thing is really annoying, and it makes politicians look untrustworthy and slimy. So why do they do it? Politicians all suffer from chronic job insecurity. If they say anything stupid, they could be unemployed within hours or days. That's why, if they're being interviewed on TV, on the radio, in a newspaper, or in the street, one of the dangerousest things they can do is answer a question. Let me show you what could go wrong if you give a straight answer in an interview. The answer is £5,136.45. The interviewer might know more than you do. Yes, but according to this piece of paper, the figures are actually closer to £10,746,986.92. 
Your words can later be used against you. Yes, but in a previous interview, you said a different figure, which was £4,988,702.11. You risk alienating voters. So, do you mean by that answer you just gave that you want to cut lots of jobs? Well, well no, I, I mean... Uh... You mean you're in favour of waste? <laughs> That's why politicians are scared to commit to anything. Being rumbled will make them look hypocritical, or worse, incompetent. So if you're a politician, how do you get through an interview without putting your foot in it? Hi, I'm Peter Botting, and I actually exist. Do you want to survive the next election? Are you positively petrified of being powerfully pummeled in a partisan political probing? I can make you bulletproof. One, don't like the question? Change it to a different question. Well, I think what we should be asking is... Two, do use that vague yet committal vocabulary. <laughs> Look, let me be clear, interviewer's name. Robust plan. <laughs> Three, imply that the interviewer is too stupid to understand the real answer. Well, that's a really complicated question. We don't have all day, so let me try and explain it simply. Four, change the subject and talk about something dreadful your opponents have done. Let me just change the subject and talk about something dreadful our opponents have done. <laughs> and finally, five, give an answer that's so confusing, nobody knows if you've said anything at all. Well, I'm glad you've raised that question, interviewer's name, so let me be clear. This is an issue that we're very concerned about, and it's about time that we stopped dithering, got round the negotiating table, got it sorted, got this right, stopped getting it wrong, and made sure that this issue doesn't get raised again, at least not during the course of our government, without asking permission first. Um, look, it's important we have a robust response. And here's the thing. The argument, James, I'm putting is this. That's not kind of the issue. The, the issue is if we sort of stand back and look at the big picture. So stop making sense and save your skin. Call today! It's a real pity that this man and several more like him exists slash exist. But the reason that he and his clients are so successful is because these tricks keep them out of trouble. Demonstrably. Just look at this graph. We have to face the fact that in a media increasingly driven by sound bites, where everything you say lasts forever, politicians are never going to give straight answers. Their job security matters more than their job being done effectively. So, what's the solution? There isn't one. It's naive to assume that we're owed a solution to this awful, worsening, inherently unsolvable problem. <laughs> That's it. Bye. So we're fucked then, basically. <laughs> yeah. That actually does make a lot of sense, though. It's. I mean, that's. <sighs> that that from... is actually what our world is now. That was from 2015, before. Do you know Before what? everything went absolutely tipped yeah. up and it was just kind of a bit shit. But you know what I'm really worried about is that during all of what's been going on, it seems to me that I'm beginning to think more and more that the countries that I used to think had bad civil rights are the ones that are kind of getting it more right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, it is a weird thing in this coronavirus where... Basically, the societies that are able to effectively monitor their citizens' every move, but also are quite effective at tracing where they're going. But also, according to that video, mm. if you live in a society where a politician isn't at threat of losing their job if they answer a question, then they're more well, that, likely to answer the question. Yeah, but that's that that that's the ne- that's that's the thing in it. That the fifth point there. If they answer the question. And it's not correct. They're going to lose the job, and that's 
then looking out for themselves rather than anyone else. And if you're looking after yourself, is that not corruption? You're not corrupting yeah. everyone else around you, so you are in charge. I don't know. A lot of it, when you sort of delve into like the internal politics, I mean, I don't really... Like, I'm a member of Scottish Greens. Um, yeah. uh, I think it was Craig that convinced me to do that. Um, because they're basically the only non, See, completely non-shit Craig, party. Craig, you've corrupted my son. That's the way is influencing someone corruption. It, mm, Depends what you're influencing them to do, I suppose. I, I guess. I mean, it depends. Because yeah. I, know, I know the legal term is it's got to be uh, for gain. Is it not financial gain or something like that? I think that's the legal one, isn't it? Yeah. But there must be a lot of grey areas with that because it's like, you know, coercion to do specific things. Mm. You've got to follow the follow the trail of consequences. And Why are you smirking at me when I say that? I, 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 <laughs> I miss that. <laughs> coercion to do certain things for financial gain <laughs> well that's a that's a yeah I mean it does <laughs> raise some interesting questions I guess about sex work um, <laughs> I mean well, see with that say, you look, what is it the, I've just, just randomly put corruption into my laptop and it comes up with the Cambridge Dictionary definition it just says illegal bad or dishonest behavior especially by people in position of power is corruption well i mean um whether this is a proper site i don't know it's just my i've more recently i've more recently reached this sort of political position where my ideal world is sort of um anarcho-socialist in all honesty I know that that's not really politically achievable, probably in my lifetime, um, but definitely not within the next 10 years or next election. But this is a confusing issue for me because like, when when I started thinking about the word corruption, the first thing that came to my mind being a, being a geek was corruption in terms of data, right. like corrupted data. And when you apply it to that situation, you're talking about basically something that's been... Um, wrongly, change that can't yeah. be unchanged. Well, so, yeah, it's it's been kind of badly altered so that it doesn't work the way it was intended to originally. That feels like a depressing metaphor for our democracy. But is that necessarily what happens in a capitalist democracy? Because it's like capitalism's intention is to. Uh, that's a weird thing. Like um, when it's like you said, when it's when it's working properly, is when people suffer the most. The Washington Post um, slogan is "Democracy dies in darkness," but I've seen like several opinion articles from them saying like too much democracy in the Middle East is going to like lead to extremists and. Um, you know, elitists should have more say in presidential primaries, <clears throat> that sort of thing. And I've had to reword that lots to make it sound palatable. And that sort of... I mean, it's one of the big newspapers in America, and it feels like more sort of of the 
I guess, liberal variety, but in sort of the way, in the modern way in which, so it doesn't play along with Trump's bullshit, but like it plays along with all the regular bullshit. So really, that must mean then that corruption is as dependent as its definition on the environment. Because whereas prostitution could be seen as corruption if you're in a church... Um, I guess. If you're in a lap dancing club and you go in yeah. Bible bashing, then you're corrupting the intention of that lap dancing club then. I, I guess. So, do you know what I mean? It, it's it's Corruption has to have like a baseline to, you know, to cor- corrupt against. Hot take. Corruption is just bad vibes. <laughs> have you ever played bad vibes? Yes. <laughs> um, for context, um, vibes is a another term for vibraphone. You're so condescending. <laughs> a condescending well, because don't know what a vibraphone is. <laughs> Craig will need this because he won't know what it means. I didn't know what a vibraphone was before I started playing percussion. Did you? It well, it's a weird instrument. They're cool. It, it's not They're... as common as like xylophones and stuff. It's like a. It's like a. It's like I tell you what it is. It's like um, I don't know what the fuck is it like. It's, it's, got, it's like a tubular bells have had sex with a xylophone and well, then yeah. and then plugged in. It, it's sort of like a soft metal uh, xylophone, sort of kind of instrument. What am I thinking of? And it's got um, it is the one you plug in, isn't like it? pipes that have um, discs on top of them that spin. They're electrically powered, and, they go, and that sort of yeah, it makes it sort of resonate. But you can mute it so that it doesn't like because if you keep playing it and it keeps resonating, that sort of builds up and harmonics go a bit weird. So you kind of want to quieten that down sometimes. What's that instrument that um, they play in Ghostbusters? I don't know. Oh, the theremin. That's a really tricky instrument to play, apparently. Yeah, you've got to have a really steady hand for that, haven't you? And I keep seeing an advert on TV with somebody playing one of them. Is it BBC? It's a BBC thing. But, like, you set, like, the sort of range that you've got by, like, a little knob on it. And you've got... <laughs> you've got to have a really steady hand to set the range with your knob. Okay. And you've sort of got, like, this invisible line in the air for pitch and one hand's doing, like, volume. Didn't Jean-Michel Jarre have something similar to that? He used to play a laser harp. But, like, it's different to normal instruments, like most instruments where you would, like, uh, like, be sort of more energetic to make it louder, where you just put your hand higher on one of the, like, bars to make it louder. It's... A bizarre instrument. It's kind that, of anti-intuitive. That um, that veered off somewhere. Where were we? I I like the pheromon. <laughs> <laughs> the Ons Martin it's a fun instrument. It's a it's an it's a fun, interesting sound. Um, um <laughs> altogether now. Uh. Well, we've been on about corruption. Do you not think anti-corruption is just as bad? What do you mean? It's, a, it's just a random question. I'll just say when people are actively protesting the corruption, but causing corruption at the same time. 
I mean, we're going to go on to Extinction Rebellion here. It's sort of. Sorry, I really need a piss. Um, <laughs> well, it's the other way around. It's usually you. <laughs> Continue the podcast while I empty my bladder. No, I think it's quite funny, though, that um, usually it's him that's keeping me on subject, but now it's you that's <laughs> keeping both of us on subject. But, uh, well, yeah, but would you call that corruption? I don't know. I've just put it in. It's I've just put in corruption on the search bar. It's called I, anti-corruption. There's, it comprises I mean, of activities that oppose and inhibit corruption. But I can see if you're trying cause... to take power of someone else... Right. Stop them doing something. Is that not corruption? I don't know. I suppose that would be the next step because the the first step I would think was disruption, but mm. yeah, I mean, I suppose I mean I I brought up Extinction Rebellion then, but I was thinking more about the disruption thing. Um, they don't actually see. Yeah, well, to take yeah, that is, they're just doing disruption when they? they weren't actually gaining from. They weren't gaining no. financially from it, were they? So, no. Oh. I think that's the basis of corruption, where you, you gain financially. Maybe. I don't know. Um, well, it's got to be about power, hasn't it? Yeah, Which is that. Sure, I just saw something before it said that corruption is greed, power, and wealth. Yeah. Kind well, of all intertwined. Yes, in our society, they're kind of linked, aren't they? Hmm. Interpol. Uh, no, Interpol I'm, corruption. While he's while he's out of the room, not that it matters whether he is it or not. But I'm I'm really enjoying listening to a load of podcasts at the moment because I'm doing so much driving. Yeah. So I'm kind of uh, I've just started. Um, I've only just subscribed to. I need to find somewhere that's got a list of all the after dark stuff because I've ju- I've only just got into half the world away now, and that's been a <sighs> while, isn't it? I don't not, know. Well, half a word of winning, I think they've already done two. Yeah. Or maybe just one. They've not done that many. Mm. I, um, can't, I can't get into any you, of the sports. If you go, I know really you don't use Twitter but. anymore, but if you go to Twitter, yeah. Craig... I, I, I'll delve into it. Yeah, he put all the... It's about two, three weeks ago, on the After Dark tweet, tweet he put all the podcasts, tweet, Twitter right. handles. Okay. And if you go on each one, you can... Yeah. Obviously, linking to get the podcast for each one, then. Yeah, because I'm having to go back because I'm running out of new content. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm overwhelmed at the moment. I've just got oh, yeah. so many coming through. Because I don't listen to just after after dark. I listen to other stuff as well. All right. See, I I, I did start to, um, but I found that I was having trouble keeping up with the after dark stuff, and I thought I'm best just keeping up with you know one group of because I mean it's different from. I mean, I occasionally delve into like the coronavirus newscast. You know, the BBC one yeah. that was Brexit cast and all that. But I just find after a while, I'm like, this is just the news in a different format, really. Yeah, it just sort of gets kind of. It, it, Sometimes you just want to hear yeah. hear hear your mates talking. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like you you tell just you, need to tell you what, you're, you're a pain. I need a pee now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now we can now we can talk about you the way we talked about. Theo just yeah. What? <laughs> I was not privy to this. No, you were in the privy. I'll be back in two seconds. Oh. Two seconds. Farewell. Uh, what? I was just—I was just saying to him while you were away that um, 
it's quite funny because normally it's you that's trying to keep me on subject, but yeah, I did hear that today. It's him that's trying to keep us on subject. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Have you been talking about anything related to the topic, or have you just been generally? Yeah, no, no. We he, well, he did try and keep. He was talking about um, anti-corruption, right? Which um, I'll leave him to tell you about because I I didn't really understand. I.e. you weren't really paying attention. <laughs> Are you suggesting that I don't listen? <laughs> Am I? When you were putting a fucking a, cock you should have on your nose whilst I was talking about a sexual assault survivor. You should listen to my last Petter Call Paul. I did. Uh, should I? I did. <laughs> it was the night that we did our first family quiz online. And if you remember, that was the night that you puked and I ended up drinking six of the Stellas because you only had like two and a half. I had five and a half. Oh, yeah. And I decided about three in the morning I was going to do a little drunk ASMR session. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you bastard. It wasn't wasn't intentional. It was just I didn't want to wake anyone up, so I was whispering. Okay. (laughs) Pervert. No, there's nothing perverted about ASMR. <laughs> no, I don't know. I was just saying, um, this is fucking hell. This this conversation's like tripling itself because every time somebody goes off for a piss, I'm repeating it to the other people. I was telling him about anti-corruption, which you can you can. But have you? Have you he wasn't listening. I was just telling him about my um, middle of the night drunk AS- ASMR session on my last podcast. Oh, I don't yes, know if you've got to was, listen. Yet. I thought if he would listen to that, he's going to cringe. <laughs> I feel like I'm obligated to listen to that a, now. You did get a little personal. Did I? <laughs> to the microphone. Uh, no, I... <laughs> How drunk were you? Well, like, like I say, it was the night you puked, so I'd had five and a half Stellas. Okay. I hope you didn't say anything about me. No. Half past two, half past two in the morning. <laughs> half past two, see? Yeah, yeah. That early? Yeah. That was... Uh... Anyway, anti-corruption. Everybody bud together. Yeah. Well, I've switched out with the cherry Pepsi Max. I can't too much. I'm going to be driving in the morning. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> so, tell us about anti-corruption, Simon. Uh, I've lost it now. <laughs> How's your darts do going, by the way? You're, he's taking part in an online darts championship. Ooh. <laughs> Is that your is that your camera set up behind you, like with your dartboard? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, just uh, put my phone on there, use a laptop to score, and put my phone on there and video call, which I did today. He's not half bad. With, is it still uh, one only one match you've lost? What is it still just the one match you've lost so far? Uh, on a Monday night, yeah. I've, yeah. I've lo- I lost today, but I lost to the. PDC world number 19. All right. Chris well, Dolby. So, okay. lost 5-1. So, I won one leg. Fair enough. You see, it's better than nothing. I'm absolutely fucking shite at throwing stuff because um, we played... Um, I, I would not play darts with you. No. Well, <laughs> I might end up taking your eye out. Um, but we played um, the Taskmaster board game. Uh, have you heard of Taskmaster? I remember... I think there was a TV show similar to it when I was younger. But... When you were younger? All oh, right. <laughs> it's on Dave um, now. Yeah, there's... Um, Greg Davis? 
created by um, a guy called Alex Horn, but yeah, it's, um, the taskmaster is Greg Davies, and they basically get five comedians to perform various tasks, and Greg Davies judges their competence right. in that. Okay. Uh, but there is a board game of this in which you complete tasks also, and one of them, I think it was like the the like a live task that they do because they film the task before and then they do one task at the end uh, where they're all together like doing the task at the same time live in the studio. Get to the point. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we did that, and it was like. Um, People had to make a human basketball hoop and you had to throw uh, as much scrumpled paper into their sort of human basketball as you could. And you made it look really easy. Like, you just kept going. You're like, and then mum had to move away to, like, make it harder. Yeah, because I kept hitting her in the face. Yeah. And... Then I tried it and failed on my first go, and I was just like, "I'm not geared for anything like that." Like I don't know how you like yeah, hit you have- <clears throat> a precise point on that dart dartboard where like you get like that triple twenty or anything. It's practice. It, it, yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's repetitive. It, what it, it, a lot of it, it sounds really stupid, but it's muscle memory. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you, you, it's, you've got to make sure you stand in the exact same position. I don't know how you how you coordinate like playing it's the drum repeat, kit. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Anyone can play darts. It's whether I, I can kind of get the, that, like from a musician standpoint. I guess it's just sort of it's the same with the, it anything, takes a I mean, lot of time. Like with with snooker players, they practice for hours a day, don't they? It's, uh, it's like you, you to play your instruments. You've got to practice, 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 practice to make it get to get better. At fuck it. all practice. Same, same I've got to. I've got to do some practice before I go back to you. I've done more practice. I've, I've noticed there's a few people in the group, the chat music uni chat group thing, that play trumpet. And if I turn up with all my qualifications, and they say, "Oh, he's got he's got a trumpet diploma. We'll stick him on first trumpet in the orchestra." <laughs> I'm just going to make a total twat of myself. Kicked out like a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'll make a twat of myself because I just haven't played for months. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Did you see that on Britain's Got Talent? That young orchestra that didn't have a conductor? No, what? I didn't see that. Britain's Got Talent. The youngest was 11. The oldest was 22. All right. And they had a full, I think it was 45-piece orchestra, and they had no conductor. They're doing the uh, social distancing live stream performances at the moment. You know the digital concert hall, Berlin Philharmonic, one of the biggest, well, one of the best uh, professional orchestras in the world. They have like a, a digital streaming platform where they they you can subscribe and watch all of their concerts sort of live from their yeah. concert hall. But they obviously haven't been able to do that recently. But they've done without an audience. They're doing socially distanced chamber orchestra sized concerts where all the players are kind of spaced out and the brass are all up in a in a gallery at the back so they're not kind of spreading germs over everyone and <laughs> I'm gonna guess that it has to be like a lot smaller than you have that your normal orchestra being. Well we can have a look um afterwards if you like to see because right. some okay. of the recordings will be up so anyway, anti corruption. I need a piss now. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, I was just saying it? it's uh, anti-corruption. It's <laughs> okay. okay. Full. Oh. Here you go now. Yeah, you can tell him because you told me. So if you tell him, 
and then we'll have to. <laughs> this is going to be a weird podcast to edit. <laughs> Not edit that you fucking edit editing. them. No, I was just saying it's like the anti-corruption. They're saying in corruption, you're forcing and trying to get things out of other people. Are they not doing right. the same thing to try and stop the corruption? I don't know. I mean, I guess it's sort of like corruption is specifically trying to... It, it's specifically malicious, I guess. Yeah. Or bad. Because um, like, they're propaganda for anti... to stop the corruption. Could be corrupting people itself. Does that I make sense? That's just sort of... Influence. Oh, is that just me being weird? <laughs> I, I could see where you're coming from, um, but it's sort of like, from like a philosophical standpoint, mm. like morally, like the anti-corruption, even though like they're influencing maybe using some of the same mythology, um, methodology. Um, methodology? Whatever. Um, they're... They're doing. They're trying to do a good thing. They're, yeah. they're not furthering their own self-interest. They're furthering the interest of everyone. Yeah. Who's this? That, that's that's what I mean. Uh, anti-corruption movements. Right. Uh, do you think there's any corruption in the uh, After Dark Network? <laughs> what, sorry. Uh, do you think there's any corruption in the After Dark Network? My gay ass. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, there's no financial gain from it, is there? So, the pod farmer. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just sort of all for, I guess, shits and giggles, and I some would like, sort of self worth. I would like to think that. I mean, obviously, you you kind of know my financial struggles and stuff over the last sort of year or two, but at, at yeah. some point in the next few years, I'm going to be in a more secure position. I would like to think mm-hmm. that there'll be a time when um, we can do like a Halloween Horror Nights meetup again that I can, you know, in two or three years' time, maybe that that everyone can make it to. Or, or we should have some kind of... Cause you, have you been to any other meetups apart from that? I mean... Because there, no. there was one in London, wasn't there? Yeah, I was supposed to be do. I was supposed to be going to that. Uh, but oh. it ended up being Julie's birthday, so we went to right. a what was it? A cabin in just outside New York. Camera's gone. They were talking about doing um, doing a Liverpool one, weren't they? Yeah, that that one would be a lot easier for me. Yeah, right. obviously. Whether yeah. it's getting everyone up here, that's the thing. Because. It's not going to happen. Most of the network is down south. See, that's the weird thing we've had. Um, uh, we've quite a, I mean, with uh, I guess a relative, but like, they're like a music teacher, and they're quite close. Like, they run a choir with their local area down south. That's Northampton, isn't it? Or yeah. Northampton area. It, it's down. I mean, everything's down south from here because we're fucking. Yeah. Not, I said the nearest I could ever get to yeah. seeing you guys ever would be if I were put Hartlepool, but then it's still probably another three hour drive from there. But like we did make plans for this year, uh probably actually last month, I think, um during the Easter holidays, um going to Haven near the border. Yeah. Between Scotland and England, which is sort of near the halfway point between our two locations because 
Scotland's really making this fuckle in it. <laughs> I'm trying to... It's, it's one of the reasons why I took the opportunity when Paul was in Manchester. Oh, um, yeah, the Orbiter, good. should I say. It was I, mean, I was just going to say... Cause I thought we, I'd take the opportunity because it's, <laughs> it's a 10-minute drive, 10-15 minute drive for me to get to Manchester, so... Well, and see, over time we've been talking about, you know, uh, I mean, you'll have heard the the song that I did online with my mum's choir. We talked about um, <clears throat> getting together and like me going down down there and doing some proper recordings for them. You know, like once yeah. everything's all sorted out in in sort of um, holi- uni holidays yeah. and stuff. And I and I I think it would be it would be a waste if. If I'm driving, because it'll all be done driving. If I'm driving down there, I think it would be a waste not to take the opportunity to try and sort of meet up halfway mm. with either yourself or Craig or anyone. Is it just you and Craig that are in that area? Not that uh, I know you're not Amanda's near Liverpool. In the same but, area as well, but yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. hard to get hold of. Yeah, yeah. But um, but I mean, like, I mean, it's quite a weird situation where, like. Uh, quite a lot of that sort of community down south. I mean, uh, it's my nan that like runs that choir. Um, yeah, that's sort of like that relation. Uh, I mean, you obviously like uh, my mum spent a fair amount of your teenage years there in Where? Northampton, sort of area. Well, I lived I lived there from about the age of about seven until I was nearly thirty. Yeah. Did not that late? I didn't move up here until I was twenty nine. Oh right. <clears throat> um, um, I thought you'd like lived in London for a fair and, amount of time and mom, before that. Oh well, on and off. It depends uh, what you mean by lived. It was just do not put corruption of champions in. You thought... <laughs> okay, <laughs> it just popped up corruption of champions. Champions, an erotic fantasy game. Oh okay. <laughs> Is that on on mobile or? Um... Sorry, I just, I, I just it's run the internet. Tangent, it's everywhere. <laughs> Speaking of erotic fantasy games, what? <laughs> no. Um, what was your question again? No, it's quite a bizarre. I mean, it's not really a question, but it's quite a bizarre thing where, like, um, last time I probably saw a lot of people down there was like um, a decade ago. Uh, like we used to have like Butlins holidays. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but um, we last which is year... weird because Butlins only has like three branches now, doesn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. And it used they used biggest to be ones everywhere. in Mindhead and everything, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We last year went on a tour to Prague, which I imagine you've heard about on something. Um, we still were really excited about my before sister. they went because of the Spider-Man film. <laughs> All oh, right. Is it, is it far from home? Was that the one that was filmed a lot in Prague? Yeah, I remember. Um, what was it? Like being like, oh, Tom Holland's been here. Like Diana was really excited. <laughs> um, um, I don't know. Is that the one that had um, the the guy in with all the dimensional shit going on? Um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. What 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 character does he play? Uh, Mysterio. Mysterio. Yeah. Was it? Well, slight spoilers. <clears throat> um, not too much, so. Um, I'm, I'm losing my train of thought. Yeah, I kept meaning to say, yeah, I'd never been much further north than. In fact, I think Edinburgh was the furthest north I had been until I was um, 
until 2001. So yeah, I went until I was almost 30. Yeah, and then um, me and my sister, little shits, popped up and you stuck here. <laughs> well, you. So yeah. you were corrupted to stay up there? Well, yeah, I was kind of corrupted <laughs> online. Ooh. Yeah. Trying to keep it on topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's doing the thing. It's nearly a bastard, technically. I, I know you are. Do they not have to be male? I don't know. I don't Can know. Can you have care. female bastards? Well, it's it's uh, being born without a father, isn't it? So, so can you be a female bastard then? Oh yeah, well, must be because you you don't have a gender. Well, it depends. Technically, like it depends on being, what you mean. Like born out she, of wedlock. Yeah, she, we, we, were yeah mar- we were we were married when she was born. Like, um, fun fact: my friend Sam, who's been on the channel before. Is a bastard. He's also a bastard in real life, like in colloquial terms. Like he's a fucking dick. We should have. We should have called her the big one. Why? <laughs> because she was conceived in Blackpool. Yeah, I don't feel like that would go down that well. Or well, the black hole. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I, mm, <laughs> this is going downhill very quickly. Did you ever go on that? The black hole. Um, <laughs> it, it shut. It shut before I went. Ah, oh, towards I was. So I managed to. I managed to go so you won't have been on the. Oh, you did. Right. Cool. Uh, that almost brought me to tears. That when I saw the bits of the track outside the entrance. Yeah. You. I, I can't remember when we went. Um, what would it, it have was been? the year of Hurricane Bertha. Oh yeah, I'll have so to we've been to Oakwood. Um, we we were. In, we ever, used to be in the. That's, that's Rolling. one place I've still never been yet. I've still not been to Walt. Is, is that the one in Wales? Yes. Mm. Yeah, I've still never been it's, to that. Um, we, we, we were members of the Roller Coaster Club of Great Britain, and they have they have a fantastic weekend every year called Mega Glow Mania. They go to Oakwood. They go to South Wales for the weekend, and they go to a place called Folly Farm where they ride like these vintage fairground rides. Um, but they also do uh, like after dark... Um, pitch black exclusive ride sessions on uh, on a wooden coaster called Megaphobia. Um, yeah, that, that's the one I want to go on. And it, it's, that is rough. That, it's the best best wooden coaster I've ever been on. It jerks you around though, like hell. But but they do it in the pitch black, and they call it yeah. Megalomania because they all get like these um, glow sticks and like glowing yeah. gloves and hats and stuff. So if you're at the back of the train, all you can see is just like this weird kind of neon thing winding around. In but front is that of you. the one? Is that the one where they have to have a? Is it? A, do, you still, do you used to have a donkey or a horse to pull it? If it got stuck at the bottom end, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I know no, somebody there's, died there's, on the there's, water ride. There's a wooden roller coaster that's that long that sometimes it, it doesn't have enough momentum oh, that... to get over the last bit. So oh, they have right, to pull okay. it with a. I think they use a truck now, but they used to use a horse or a donkey. I know there was uh, there was ago. one at was it Primrose uh, Lightwater Valley or or um, no, it was actually Alton Towers. Flamingo. There were no, there was there was the longest. Roller coaster in the UK. Oh, we right. went on it. It could be like Water Valley, I think. I don't know. I can't remember. But that lasts about three minutes. Last time I went like Water Valley, I used to go on them stupid bikes. I don't know if you remember them. You used to have to pedal forwards. To, if you pedal backwards, you went forwards. If you turned left with the bike, you turned right. 
Oh I remember them specifically. Remember them stupid bikes at Lightwater Valley. We went to um, Flamingo Land and Lightwater Valley in sort of the same trip, so it's kind of hard for me in my mind to differentiate which is which sometimes because it was quite a while ago as well. Um, 2014. Uh, well, that was when Hurricane Bertha was. Um, that was fucking ridiculous. One of the main things I remember, I think it might have been Flamingo Land, I'm not sure. Um, it might have been Lightwater Valley. Um, this really high, like, sky swing, and it... No, that was Oakwood. Was that? Yeah. No, it the... wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't, because yes, was. Mum was there. Uh... No, are you talking about the um, round and round thing? Yeah, that's what a fucking sky swing is. No, a sky swing, sky swing, sky swing is like a massive swing. It's like the what we did at Oakwood, like the that's chair swing. swing thing. Yeah, chairplanes, really high <laughs> up, and like it was fucking cold. Like it felt like you weren't wearing anything at all, and were like being whipped through the fucking air. But see, see when we did the um, <clears throat> Megalomania trip, it's like you have a choice. For the weekend, you can camp in the field next to the theme park, and it's it's ace because you you that was creepy fa- as hell. Your facilities are basically the toilet block in the theme park, so you get like a back gate that you can go into once the park's all closed. And it's yeah. like it's like eleven, twelve o'clock at night, pitch black, and and you're going into a deserted theme park. Yeah, to kind of it's a bit like being in Scooby Doo. That was the fucking <laughs> scariest thing I think I've had since like. But we bought Halloween this, horror um, nights, which we bought. We bought oh, this yeah. ridiculous tent that had two bedrooms in it. Um, yeah, I, I know what you mean. I've, I've got one downstairs, and we set it up, and then which you didn't know how to set it up. <laughs> I'd set it up all right, but but then Hurricane Bertha came on the last night we were there. You didn't know how to set it up like a seasoned camper would. What's a seasoned camper? Like where you like made sure that it could survive a fucking hurricane. <laughs> How many tents can survive a fucking hurricane? I think most other people's there did. Anyway, I managed. I managed in the middle of the night to to extract you from a collapsing tent. I didn't wake up. I was really deep sleeper. And basically had to unpack the whole tent and get it in the car in the, in the hours in the like three or four o'clock in the morning when it there was yeah. literally a hurricane going through. Wow! And it was, um, and then drive to Alton Towers the next day. <laughs> and I'd accidentally booked tickets for the wrong day. So we ended up having to go for two days instead. You know, what I remember what I was talking about with Vault and Towers was um, the ride 13 stops like halfway oh, yeah. up the hill. Which made it worse later on where you get to like this uh, sort of spoilers again. Yeah, you get to this dead end and you stop. And I was like, oh, you just go backwards at this point. Like. Yeah. I knew that it went backwards at some point. I was like, oh, it stopped. Oh, it stopped Obviously for a little bit too long. The, uh, and then secret. suddenly the floor <laughs> drops from under me. I'm like, what the fuck? What is going on here? And I shit myself. Not literally. Um, <laughs> and then we... I fucking hate you for not telling me about it because you and Nienna had gone to Alton Towers before. That was, that was so difficult keeping that secret though because we spent 15 minutes on that on that um, lift hill just before that yeah where it yeah. just got stuck and me and Deanna were just like so we know what's coming next when was the last next, time you went on that then 
That was 2014, wasn't it? Uh, I haven't, we haven't been there since. Yeah, it would have been. Uh, We've been uh, to Blackpool it, it, since it's, then. Uh, it'd be a year old then, I think, then, wouldn't it? A couple of years old? It Something old. like that, yeah. Yeah, Wicker yeah, Man just, wasn't it, there. Now, but... now it's a lot more fuller because all the trees have grown in. So it looks... Oh, right, okay. It's a lot more intense. Cool. Because all the trees have grown in. Yeah. It feels yeah. like yeah. the trees. That was one of the... Like, strange things about going there like um i remember you telling me at the time i mean i was quite young um about um oblivion was quite high for like the time that it was built but like it couldn't go higher than a certain point because like there were like um the rules about it being like in a natural area yeah they can't yeah, they, they can't, can't go, go over the tree line than 100 feet mm. which is why it goes towers. underground I yeah. think mm. that's why that's, that's why um, Nemesis has been built into the rocks. Oh right. yeah, because mm. Nemesis is actually seventy-five to eighty feet tall, but because of the it's built into the rocks, it's not got the height just to keep the noise level down as well or something. Very unique uh, theme park, Golden Towers. Yeah, many, I, I, do, many, I do. I do like, like. I do like the vibe there. Um, I just Did you wish Camelot before it shut. No, I didn't actually. I, I got to the American Adventure. I don't know if you ever got there, which was it wasn't far from Alton Towers actually. Um, yeah, I did think I've been to there. They had like a a double Cobra roll coaster called the Rocket there, which was really good. Mm. Um, I, I, I think you, the only problem with that place the, was it, the main roller coaster at Camelot was the Tower of Terror before right. it changed to Nightmare, which yeah. is a completely different roller coaster. Yeah. And they lost the rights because of Disney, right? Because they called oh, right. it a tower. Tower. It was like, literally. It was a. I think. Have you ever been? You've been to Busch Gardens? Yeah. Yeah. Remember this? It's Scorpion. It's the little blue and red one. Vaguely, I mean, possibly. It's a lot of what I remember from my day at Busch Gardens was this was so fucking hot, like it was unbearable. Well, if you. If if you search YouTube, it's the Scorpion at Bush Garden. That's its sister roller coaster. Right, right. And what it does, it does the exact same loops, but then you go into a big tower, and that's why it was called the Tower of Terror. Right. That was my first ever upside down roller coaster. I think I was seven when I went on that. <laughs> I think. Uh, I'm not sure. I think mine would have been um, like the local one. There's a local theme park in Aberdeen. Um, <laughs> that's not a theme. Well, park. not. <laughs> uh, well, it's a seaside fun fair. It, it's kind of a chain of theme parks, actually. Cadona's. Um, uh, is it? Is it though? Yeah, there's quite a few across Scotland. It's like a family-run thing. Um, okay. I mean, the one that we're aware of is in um, Aberdeen. But I did see um, Frankie Boyle's tour of Scotland, and he did show like um, basically the family behind this. And that was one of the most painful coasters, though. They had a a, a looping yeah. star on the roof there and it, it was, it was like you come off with whiplash coaster, but like it, Which one the loop? like it one that just goes around in a big circle no it was it was a, a proper kind of mini coaster if you like but it, it had that single loop in the middle yeah. so you no, yeah it's it was really what like there. showed that you were like hard as a kid when i was like in primary school like going to the theme park and like going on that coaster showed that you were like not the big boy yeah, yeah. kind of uh, I can go on a roller coaster <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can get fucking brain damage on those harnesses I swear mm. 
But go back to the way you say about the wooden roller coasters, Gwazi was that always gave me a headache at Busch Gardens. The wooden one there. Yeah, the wooden one died pretty rough. I don't tend to like um, wooden coasters, but Megaphobia was the exception for me. If you do, if I know you don't like roller co- wooden ones, but get if you can get on the Big Dipper, the first weekend at Blackpool Pleasure Beach, it's smooth. All right, at the end okay. of the season, it's rough as anything. Yeah, I right. did it last year. I went on ah. the first weekend and the last weekend. So the first weekend, it was really smooth. They tightened last up weekend, all the wheels, didn't it they? It shut you to pieces. Yeah. <laughs> just shows how they degrade in the space of four or five months. Yeah. yeah. See, the thing with it, like having a theme park like, in Aberdeen, is like the weather half of the time doesn't permit because a I, lot of the things being open so like mm. I mean there's you, not too much snow but it's just rain fucking a lot of so time. you I remember doing a doing a podcast or two from Blackpool Pleasure Beach last year was it last year uh, yeah it was in May last yeah, year yeah but I went before then that was mm. the second trip that year that was when I first started like, out uh, recorded all the roller coasters uh, recorded a lot of roller coasters on my phone have you seen the um, I think it's a four part maybe documentary on Blackpool Pleasure Beach it was from like about 20-25 years ago Um, I mean it's pretty bizarre there was an avalanche crash yeah we we went Mm. I had to come over would have been 2017 maybe 2016 I don't know Um, we went there at some point and like a fair amount of what I remember beyond like the Pleasure Beach side of things I mean the Pleasure Beach like the theme park sort of side of it was good I yeah. remember there was like a Star Trek experience, but yeah. I was gonna beyond say, that, like everything was shut <laughs> I was down. Say, you, you have to, you have to mention what you bought there, because Simon's a, a massive Star Trek fan. Oh yeah, I bought a <laughs> Star Trek, um, like. Don't you start? You're right, Phil. <laughs> Next generation, um, like uh, gold uh, uniform with. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. You know, I think care. I might have gotten the pins later uh, for like the like the. Ensign Lieutenant sort of pins, like the rank pins. I was joking, he doesn't like Star Trek. Does he? No, he's, no. He, he likes Star Wars. Well, I not a chance to watch Star Trek yet. I don't... I spent a ridiculous amount of money on that. <laughs> or maybe you did. I can't remember what... You situation. spent about 100 quid on that. Yeah, it was quite a lot. Anyway, still look... Got it. it still fits me. We haven't Black talked Bull about... Pleasure Beach was absolutely the only thing that made me cry. <laughs> when, in a good when the fun way or a bad way. Down. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, the big fun. They used to have a big red building. It had uh, these massive slides in it. And my mum just put, sent me in there and just left me in there most of the day when I was a kid. I know the one with like the down, sort of uh, crazy walkways night. and stuff like that. They had the like the stairs that go up and down while yeah. you're trying to walk up them and that. It was brilliant. It was one of the best places. My mum just threw me in there for like four or five hours every time yeah. I went there. But yeah, then was... found out it burnt down because someone set fire to the something in the bins in the toilets, and it burnt because all the the slides were wood. Yeah, it burnt it all down to timbers. Seems sort of bizarre. Hmm. I mean, yeah, crying about a theme park just reminds me of the time that um, we were on like Viking River Rapids in Legoland. I think it was the Windsor one. I'm not sure if there's several. Yeah, yeah but that that wasn't. That and wasn't like, upset tears. That was that was no. like I fucking hurt now tears. Yeah, like uh, we hit the side and like my face like face flattered like fully into like the bar. You nearly knocked his teeth out. Oh, <laughs> I did them. I, I actually lost my foot. And for some teeth on reason, I insisted on getting a fucking fridge magnet 
fridge magnet where I was crying and my lip was bleeding because you know um you know like the sort of I um, was a weirdo the round the round rapid rafts but there's no seat belts it's just like a ring that you all hold yeah. up to in the middle yeah and I would have been like I don't know six seven maybe eight uh, young I do remember smashing with, with front two front two teeth on the steering wheel of dodgems when I was younger as well. Anyway, I don't think we're going to be talking much more about corruption, are we? No, I mean... We're, well, not... we're just corrupted all the listeners to think we that. Exactly. We've not we talked done. a huge amount about corruption, to be honest. I mean, we talked a lot about it. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just an excuse. A title for a podcast is just an excuse to... Yeah, I mean, it, it's good to have you on again. I mean, it's been a while since we've had a guest, I think. Um, yeah. Like I said, whenever you... Whenever I'm free. To be honest with you, um, I, I would have a guest on every time, but the, the, it's just it's a bit more of a hassle to set up. But as now we know this has worked fine, then the more you do it, the more it, the easier yeah. it gets sort of setting up. So mm. we could even risk having Craig on sometime. They're recording a what is it after dark at the movies tonight? Is it or something? Else? Oh yeah, it's that. Uh, no. Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. We need to find. We need to think of something weird for E for the next one. For him. I was going to say Echo the Dolphin, but it's not Disney, is it? No, no, that's Sega, I believe. I'll have to have a look through <laughs> yeah, the, the list of Disney Plus. <laughs> See, I great, know yeah. that for a re- weird reason because like, I got this. Um, I must be a knockoff, like uh, handheld device, like on an. On the plane back from my first oh, yeah. trip to Florida, one of these gaming things that you buy on out of the catalogue on the plane, like it was, oh, like, yeah, at Blaze or something, and it just had like loads of Sega games on it. I mean, it was loads of good like classic games. It's just you couldn't actually save any of them. I've actually got I've got the that mini Mega Drive as well, just behind the camera. You can't yeah. see it, but yeah. got like a little gaming station at all there. Got my Xbox, my PlayStation. The Mega Drive, the SNES, That's your man PlayStation Two. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. doesn't come in here often. That's why. <laughs> I think it got like Golden Axe and stuff on it, which was pretty good. Like I had loads of classic games on it, that. But it, it was kind of a weird, cheap thing. I don't know. And we, I think we still have it if you can get the batteries for it. it. It's got like a weird screwdriver, though. I don't know. I'm sort of rambling now, aren't I? Welcome to the world of my podcast. I just ramble on about crap all the time. Yeah, we we try and talk about serious subjects like corruption and Do you know progress, what? <laughs> but like we just end up fucking bollocking on. And it. they've got me on and corrupted it to my way. See, I... Uh... <laughs> When we first started doing this, I used to be really serious about me- trying to make a professional edit out of it and making it into a really kind of professional-sounding podcast. But then uh, then we joined the After Dark Network, and I thought, oh, what's the fucking point? Let's just ramble on. <laughs> yeah, half the people on here do anyway, don't they? Well, some of like it- in, a, in a fun way, like in an entertaining way. Um, but, like, yeah... It's it's not like highly edited, like it's not it's not professional, I guess, but you know, it's fun. It's yeah. entertaining. You don't listen to them anyway. 
I don't listen to a lot of them, I guess. Um, I don't know. It's, um, I don't, I mean, especially since like I'm no longer like traveling anywhere. Like yeah. the only time that I would listen to podcasts is like playing um, those truck simulators, American Euro truck simulators, which a lot of the time I'm too tired to play and like worried I'll crash my truck. So, are you? Um, it's a it's a game, truck simulator. Oh yeah. Um, I, used you, to, I used to play the railway simulator, and I know what you mean. Have you? Um, <laughs> have you started on phase three or four or whatever it is now on your Marvel viewing? Uh, we completed. All you finished it. Ah. Yeah, I just watched Endgame the other day. Cool. Two I parts. Vaguely remember. Um, like watching Iron Man. Are we allowed? Are we allowed a sneak spoiler as to which one gets the nine out of ten and which gets the? Does any any of them get a ten out of ten? No, no, none, none get a ten out of ten. One gets a nine point five. I, I, I'd be interested to know which of the, um, which whether Infinity War beats Endgame. Well, I'm not going to give anything away, but one of the final. Four films, I think we've got to do four or five. One of them made me cry four times. Right. So I, feel like Endgame I can hear Star stuff put in the kettle on. But <laughs> um, well, that's a sneak peek. Uh, yeah. One, when, one, of the, one of the final films makes me cry four times. Cool. Five times. One and two. So, on that merit, that's where that mm-hmm. film would get the. Uh, the high of all for me. But nothing can be 10 out of 10. In my eyes, nothing, nothing is perfect. Nothing. So. Well. Yeah. Mm. Should we... I don't uh, know how much we've really talked about corruption, but there's sort of... I feel like we sort of talked about our general views on, like, I don't know. It, it's generally, you know, it's I not reckon, good, is it? I reckon. Like, I reckon the world is is fucked. It's corrupt as yeah. As a, as I mean, but there's, at the a, end of the day, there's fuck all we can do about it. So we might as I well mean, just enjoy ourselves. Like I planned all these um episodes like in an order before like events happen. So like I don't plan them to coincide yeah. with anything in particular. It's just sort of right now in the middle of a pandemic i don't know corruption sort of seems like a background issue of like why we're dealing with such fucking competent idiots in the first place and while we'll probably be dealing with incompetent idiots the next time something big like this comes around yeah because this is they've already said that this this kind of thing will happen again at some point so but hopefully they've learned the lessons. I think the fact that this one came along so suddenly, it's like a bit of a microcosm of what's going to be happening with climate change over the next 50 years. But that's going to happen so gradually, I think that they're just just going to sleepwalk into it. I mean, I um, didn't actually know about, like, the whole SARS thing until this pandemic blew up basically no but that was massive over there and i think that was one of the things yeah that, it, it was that kind like of gave us a false way. sense of confidence really well i was working in the supermarket that shall not be named when that sars and the swine flu hit yeah and the supermarkets did take a massive hit then all right okay. with people ru- okay. panic buying 
for no reason. And then the swine flu hit as well, and people just went mental. Not I didn't even really notice time. what was going on. When, when exactly was that? It How was many? 2003 to 2004, so yeah. like, I wouldn't have been aware of it even if... I, had, I really had very little idea of that. Mm. This one, we we got no we got notification. I mean, you kind of had your hands bed. full with three children. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. But we <laughs> did get notification from thinking we needed to wash our hands every twenty every twenty minutes. They wanted to wash our hands. Yeah, even if you're on the shop floor, uh, you had to stay, talk to customers from a distance. But did did, did it even reach here much? Uh, I think we, uh, I think there was a few confirmed cases of swine flu. That was it. The SARS, I don't think, got over here that much. No. But swine flu definitely hit, did hit our shores, but just didn't go into this massive thing. But I think that also is because of social media as well. Social media wasn't as big as it is now. Yeah. I think then, 2003, mm. was MySpace. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it, was, it wasn't the big conglomerate that it is so now really it was just social media really only so. heard about it on the news mm. yeah, yeah that's really that's all you could get you could get it from the news and See, from it, newspapers it does raise an interesting question about like whether the sort of openness of social media is better now because like it means that there's a lot more freedom of information or yeah, I'd, I'd, the freedom of disinformation i'm very down on social does media more damage moment. I think this, like they say, like back to what we've been talking about, say corruption. You can get corrupted quite easily on social media with what propaganda is being put out there. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's swaying people to this extreme yeah. view of things now. I mean, and I try and sort of um, look out for that sort of thing, but I've generally been seeing sort of my politics as a whole. Uh, going further and further left as just sort of the sort of centrist ideas of sort of maintaining capitalism but with good social ideas you know, it 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 doesn't effectively achieve justice in my eyes um like economic justice, um, but like I found my political ideas, Jim. I mean, I am quite young still, um, but are you? I found my ideas generally moving. I guess more extreme, um, but like well, fucking hell, you're not even a student yet either. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I I have taken like political compass tests, and whilst I wouldn't consider myself, um like advocating for anarchy because I just don't think that it's achievable in a like a good way. Um see the problem with that is that most people equate the word anarchy with chaos. I equate it with freedom. Yeah. But I mean I think that's quite I a equate s- it to the purge. But, it's, but again, it's a bit. It's a bit of a well, similar kind of because all of this sort of Hollywood response to kind of mass pandemics and stuff like that is that the general population will descend into panic and chaos. But actually, what's happened has been fairly. Everybody's been fairly sensible. I guess, but like it's kind of the supporters of the more authoritarian things that have sort of d- descended. I, I say that, but I mean so chaos. far. I mean. Like we've seen, there's demonstrations started already within 
within less than two months, people are starting yeah. to demonstrate and the lockdown and stuff. So, I mean, if this... Oh, we're getting fucking haircuts. It's like, Jesus Christ, first world problems, my ass. Yeah, that is definitely first world problem. Oh, I can't get me haircut. Ah, the world's going to end. Okay, like, sure, like, but, like, no one's going to see you. Like, I can get, like, doing that for yourself, but, like, if you have someone that you live with, you can get them to do it. You can learn to cut your own hair. I get that it won't be perfect, but, like, it's one of the biggest crises of our time. And well, not being able to get a haircut. No, like, whatever. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm going to suggest we draw things to a, yeah. a close. Yeah. Um, because like I'm, I'm desperate for another piss for a yeah. start, but um, and it's getting quite late. Oh yeah, shit! That will be six hours. Thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, oh, you're very, very welcome. Anytime. Um, and do enjoy your shift tomorrow. Mm. Yeah, oh, it's um, uh, Christmas. Christmas in May. That's what it is at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Any more to say? No. Um, anything Thank to plug? Uh, just if you've listened to this, go and listen to my podcast if you want. The uh, Simon Says Pod. Indeed. What's this it? on? It's on everything. Yeah, every <laughs> platform you can find. Is it on my arsehole? What? Is it on my arsehole? Is, it on, I, is your arsehole a platform? Uh, depends who you ask. Yours certainly is. <laughs> it's big enough. Oh, how dare you. It's a conglomerate. So, <laughs> this is descending into chaos. Um, so, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I think the next subject, and I think this will probably have to just be us two, because it is pretty personal, is Depression. You know, oh, that cool. fun, light-hearted topic <laughs> yeah. that this e- is... everyone loves. See, Craig keeps saying we should do something positive. But... Uh... Fuck him. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's sort of, like, how we deal with it, which I guess can have, like, a positive... Let's leave all of that for next time. Yeah. Thank you once again for joining us, and... Mm. How do we finish? How does how does we do an outro? Go on then, do your outro. Do you remember? I'm no, I don't. Pretty drunk and that's not how it goes. Sleep deprived and fucking out of my mind. Um, but I'll try to do an outro. Go on then. Um, anyone have any last words? I've already done that bit. Will anyone have anything extra to add on? Tatty bye. Yeah. Cool. Great. Um, (laughs) Fucking end the podcast. Fuck off, Dad. (laughs) You're not bossing me. (laughs) I have been Fireball. I've been the Orbiter. And I've been Simon. And this has been Breaking Bollocks, episode 58, I think. I don't know. Um, Corruption, vaguely. Oh, this is such a fucking mess of an episode, but whatever, it'll be fun.
Cheers. Bye. <laughs> um, yeah. To good um, health. So, yeah. Have a good day tomorrow, and I shall continue to listen to it. Hey, you got another episode Jesus, coming up soon? On the dark, I mean, doesn't it? Yeah, I think about it. Uh, oh, probably might do something on Friday. I think. Sure. Oh, you're right. I'm slipping into a sort of where bubble. Whatever. Shut up. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna puke again. I know it. <laughs> Not that Sleep kind of Blair model, but like um the the, the, the mental Blair. <laughs> you just see a mental thunder, but fall fog. Right, I'm gonna go. Um, and it takes me about five minutes to work out how to switch everything off. So, um, you might still be here for a while. See you next time. Thank you very much. See you soon. Bye. We're still on air, live audio. What's it, bollocks? Oh, I need a piss badly. Well, see that, Simon. Stop the thing. Stop the thing. Stop the thing quickly before you see piss that, yourself Simon. Do you know what? Do you know what I he is? St- uh, rascal. He's a fucking a cheeky motherfucker. <laughs> you fucking fucking dickhole. You fucking Shh. fuck. Oh, you fucking wanker. Go for a wee then. I'll talk to the camera while you're away. I've already switched it off. No, you haven't. It's still going. Look at that. It's recording. Fuck you, audience. Fuck you. I'm slightly drunk and very tired. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just generally insane. Don't piss yourself. Go. Fuck I'm trying to turn the camera off. No, I can talk to it. It's not going to go on this podcast, so. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Hello, listeners. I'm, I'm kind of fucked right now. This isn't recording anything. I mean, you probably can't see. There's a mic here. There's a mic. Yeah, I'm not going to pull that down because it might break the laptop. The MacBook, which is expensive. And, you know, the Orbiter does that, but I'm not allowed to do that because then, you know, I'd be the bad guy. But, you know, he's a professional, so he drops it. So, you know, like his audio interface, because he's a twat. But, you know, um, words, points. Um, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm kind of in a weird mood, if that makes I mean, it's a weird time, so it makes sense to be in a weird mood. How are you, friends? Me too. Great. But the real question is what about cheese? You know? They gotta be up to something. I mean, the secrets there. How how do you make milk into tasty tasty? What the fuck are you talking about? Grating shit. How 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 do you grate milk, motherfucker? That's magic. That's black magic. That's corruption. This what are you, ta- what are you talking about? Black pill, red pill, gone sexual, gone wrong. Twenty twenty, coronavirus. Motherfucker. Something wrong with you. There are several things wrong with me. (laughs) This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.